0: Springboks Hang-On to Rugby World Cup By Tristan Best As South Africa's national team become rugby world champions for the fourth time, Tristan Best recounts their journey to the top. The boxer previously won in 1995, 2007 and 2019. At the previous World Cup, we saw a repetition of the 2007 final, where England and South Africa met prior. The mighty Springboks came together to forge an incredible display against the English, held at the Yokohama International Stadium in Japan. The Springboks were then crowned the Rugby World Cup champions for the first time in 12 years, a well-needed infusion of joy and hope. South Africa carried that hope into this year's quarterfinal against France, the hosts, which was one of the best games I've watched. The French were continuously scoring tries and so were the box. Both teams were loaded with speed and strength, the ultimate formula for power, but in the end, only one point separated the two, with Nadra Pollard scoring a late penalty. The box were through to the semi-finals, yet again. The semi-final was a tightly contested bout between two rugby giants, as South Africa found themselves pitted against England once again. The game's first points were awarded to England with Owen Farrell scoring two penalties, South Africa falling six points behind the English, who are the only team from the Northern Hemisphere to win the Rugby World Cup. A penalty was then awarded to the Springboks, surprisingly enough Manny Libbok scored the penalty instead of Pollard, the usual kicker for the men in green and gold. This brought the score to 6-3. A penalty was then given away by Sia Colissi, our captain, which was then converted by Owen Farrell again, making the score 9-3. Ben Earl then gave away a penalty in favour of S.A., which was then scored by Pollard, making the game even more enticing, at 9-6. A few minutes later Steph Dutoit committed a foul, giving the English Lions an opportunity to extend the lead to 12-6. At the 52 colon 35 mark, Owen Farrell then went for a brilliant drop kick, extending the lead further for England, pushing away from the box. With the score now at 15-6, the RSA rugby team really had to keep their heads in the game to insist on not sacrificing any more points. The holding champions fought their way back into the game with a mighty push from the lads. RG Snyman managed to score a much-needed try, bringing the game back to 15-11. The kicker Pollard then brought the teams closer, closing the gap to only two points, still in England's favour. Ellis Gents then gave away a foul for England, against the growing pressure which was followed by an equalising shot from South Africa's number 10, Pollard again. What a kicker! I must say, phenomenal technique. With the score now at 16 to 15 to the South Africans, the team shielded the poles and back lines with the utmost care. The lads were then sent to face their biggest rivals in the final, New Zealand's renowned rugby team, the All Blacks. It was them in the way of a glorious back-to-back championship. This match-up was a repeat of the 1995 bout where South Africa were victorious in Johannesburg, South Africa. The box wished to proceed as they did nearly 30 years ago, and after a tense game the Rainbow Nation succeeded in securing a victory once again. Having now broken their tie with the All Blacks, formerly three titles each, the Springboks can be considered the most renowned team on earth.